Welcome back to the New England Travel Journal podcast. Sam Dossler with you, and then we are joined by our first repeat guest, Ryan Zip, a New England photographer. Follow him on Instagram at Ryan Zip, also on Facebook at RZN. Uh, I'm going to say that again at RZ Photo Video. Ryan, thanks so much for uh, joining us, and happy to have our first second time guest. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me again. I'm I'm, I'm honored to have that honor. <laughs> so Ryan, uh, we we follow your photography. We share it from now and again. So uh, our followers on on Instagram and Facebook have certainly seen your photos, and I think a lot of people listen to our first podcast. Uh, but where where have your photography journeys taken you throughout the summer and into the fall? I know last weekend you were up in the White Mountains looking at the the great foliage that we've had so far this year. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, like, this year has been slightly different than usual, you know, with everything going on, and, you know, obviously don't need to, to kind of rehash all that, but um, kind of once uh, once July hit and things opened up a little bit more in New England, I took advantage of that and started making my way out on the weekends to, like, um, you know, Cape, Cape Cod, some spots in the Massachusetts coast that I had never been, like... Um, South Shore area, North Shore area, um, and then I think at least four trips to coastal Maine I've done since then. Um, so really just been trying to get to, um, you know, favorite spots of mine or new spots again and just kind of just trying to get out and, you know, create and, and get out of that funk everybody was in and just, you know, it's, it's good for the, it's good for, for, for my soul and kind of my zen anyway. Um, and then now, you know, with the fall foliage, I had kind of planned on heading up to the White Mountains area uh, this coming weekend, the 3rd, and then the 10th. But then all of a sudden I started seeing photos last week and reports about how the foliage was just insanely early this year. So I, you know, made some plans last minute to kind of get up there. And it was, you know, end of September, it was close to peak, if not peak in some spots. So I'm really glad I was able to make it up there and, you know, go to some new areas and a few few areas I hit before. But, but definitely right now it's, it, it's peak, which is nuts because it's, it's, it's way earlier than usual. I'd say about seven to ten days earlier. So Yeah, it is interesting how this year it seems to be coming quicker. Uh, what were some of the spots you, you stopped at up in the White Mountains last weekend? Oh, uh, well, I, I drove the, you know, the, the kank as it's called, you know, and, uh, and that was definitely probably the closest to peak of anywhere. And that's a, it's always a tough road for me to, to like get like my style of photography on, but it's just such an awesome road to just drive. And, and the other weird part is it was close to 80 degrees when I was there. So you have peak fall foliage in northern, you know, mid-northern New Hampshire, and you're wearing shorts and a T-shirt, and I had windows down and sunroof open, you know. So it just kind of added to, like, the craziness, like, what is going on? Um, but, you know, so there's, there's always, you know, tons of overlooks. I stopped at a few of those there. Um, trying to think where else I, I made it to. It's still all a blur. Um, I, I actually finished up the trip up at um, Artist Bluff, you know, which is kind of one of the, Yep, the the iconic views, I guess you could say, from the White Mountains, you know, and Franconia Notch with Echo Lake, you know, below you, and you just have like you see the the you know the highway to the left, and obviously like a million people shot there, and you know every influencer that rolls through New England always gets the shot there, standing on the edge or feet dangling over, you know, but that was looking pretty good. It was super windy though when I was up there, so it was a bit sketch. So I was kind of wasn't too close to the edge. There had to be gusts like close to 40 miles an hour. And, Obviously, that's not a spot you want to 
you want to get blown around on. So, um, but I actually made it into a few spots in northern Vermont that I hadn't been to. And right now with the travel stuff, like can't go like do a dedicated trip there and stay there. So um, I got a hotel in Littleton, New Hampshire. So I was close enough. So I was able to kind of jut over and get to a few spots there as well. So you, you've mentioned through your summer travels, you have some of your favorite spots. And, and also yeah. up in New Hampshire, you have some of your favorite spots. But how do you go about finding new spots? Is it word of mouth, just driving around? How do you come across some, some new locations? I think it's like a little mix of everything, and it's, it's a constant battle between, like, you know, wanting to go back to these amazing spots you love, but yet wanting to, like, get new spots. And, like, since I'm, you know, running a business back home as well, and I only get, you know, two, three days a week to kind of go shoot, so it's like I don't – and during the fall, the season's so short, it's like you kind of have to pick and choose, but – um, I take the combination of everything from like researching to Google mapping to obviously Instagram and just seeing, you know, spots over the years and like saving the posts and bookmarking them and, you know, um, or just again, like, like word of mouth from other photographers that you've kind of just formed friendships with from other states, you know, via social media. Um, and then it's just, you know, trying to like route out, you know, a, a route that like works and you're not, you know, going completely out of the way and so it's a big combination of 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 everything i'd say um but yeah social media has definitely made it you know easier to kind of find um inspiration and locations and i get messages all the time like how do you find these places how do you do it it's it's really just putting the time in it's sitting on the couch at night with your laptop and just having you know one or two google maps open and searching and then on instagram i'll like search for like the locations where i'm going and then you can see, like, the top posts or the recent posts, and then you can kind of just see where the color's changing or just get ideas of where to go, you know. So it's kind of just using the resources that are there for us. We're talking with Ryan Zip, New England photographer. Follow him on Instagram, at Ryan Zip, also on Facebook, at RZ Photo Video. This is the New England Travel Journal podcast. Uh, any other fall trips planned, Ryan? I know your your schedule got changed around a little bit with how quickly it's it seems to be yeah. showing up. Well, I'm uh, so I'm gonna head back up this coming you know Saturday into Monday um, to probably the White Mountains area again. Maybe dip into Vermont again for a spot or two. Maybe so it, it's kind of this year with everything being earlier than usual, and there was a big storm you know that rolled through um, Tuesday night. You know that had some crazy winds even down in Connecticut we felt it so I know that took down some leaves so I'm kind of on you know I don't have anything crazy uh, planned because I'm waiting to see what spots are still looking good you know before I commit to anything but definitely going to make it back up there this weekend to like get to some places I didn't make it to last week or and also some of the waterfalls in the White Mountains were kind of like a trickle last week because we've had a drought over New England but after that rainstorm I saw some videos and photos of people where it, you know, I think we got like three plus inches of rain down here. I don't know what they got up there. Yeah. but So that definitely like improves some of those spots. So I might try to hit up a couple of those areas, you know, that now might be a little better, you know, for, for, for photography. Um, so ne- so that's this weekend. I'm heading back up that way and kind of going to be on the fly. Um, the following weekend is kind of open. Basically I'm going to like see again where the color is and follow the color. So um, depending on if it's in southern Vermont, southern New Hampshire, Massachusetts. Um, and actually, on the following weekend, I'm excited. I'm heading up to uh, mid-coast of Maine again, and I'm doing a stay at a hotel. I 
starting to do some uh, different promoted stays at some inns, hotels, and such, um, where we do some trade-offs, you know, for uh, promotion via my social media and some photo content in return for stays at these places, um, which is kind of a mutually beneficial thing, which I'm all about and they're all about. Because, um, as you know, as people know, if you travel a lot, it could get expensive to travel right. all the time and find places to stay. So um, I think that's the thing now with, you know, being a photographer, you know, blogger, whatever you're trying to do is figuring out ways to make things work and be more feasible and, you know, that you're you're kind of doing things the right way. So I'm staying up there. Um, actually, I guess it's a nice parlay And if we want to talk into the other thing is it's the, ho- the hotel I'm staying at is right down the road from, uh, from Red's, Red's Eat, the lobster, uh, the yep. lobster spot, the famous lobster spot. And I'm excited because it's in uh, Edgecombe, Maine, the place I'm staying. And it's um, it's nice because it's right near Route 1 or right on Route 1. And I can get to a bunch of spots like Camden in like an hour or less, get down to Booth Bay Harbor, get over to Harpswell. So it's just a nice center point, you know, because um, all those little kind of like peninsulas on the main shore, it can kind of take you a long time to get down and back up and over to the next spot, you know, depending on where you stay. So um, I've never shot fall in the main coast like that and obviously this year i don't know when the leaves will be gone then i booked it knowing that that was a week earlier than when they peak but this year everything's wacky so not stressing you know there's always going to be stuff to shoot there um so yeah so that's that's the plan for the next couple weeks is kind of just to play it by ear and just kind of follow the color and you know and just see what i get and kind of add it into the, the overall fall new england photo collection for sure and well Ryan, and you're kind of taking over as host of the podcast as the perfect lead in there. So you also have launched <laughs> Deliciously New England. You mentioned Reds. Um, and you're going around and not only the photography, but you're, you've started deliciouslynewengland.com. It's on Instagram, at deliciouslynewengland, Facebook, by the same name. And you're writing about the food experiences that you have during, during your travels around the region. Yeah, so I mean, it was kind of, you know, it's kind of been a natural progression for me because over the years, when I travel to a new place, you know, not even just New England, but wherever, I always, you know, beforehand, I'll like research, I'm going here, like, whether it's Yelp or just Googling, like, best places to eat here, or because I love food, like, you know, who who, who doesn't? And uh, it's kind of like, you know, I when I go to a place, I want to eat at like the local spot, I don't want to eat at chain places, you know, so... Um, I've always just kind of searched these spots out and it's been a natural thing for me. And like, you know, two years ago, especially last year, I just started to, I'm a big lobster roll fan. So being in New England, you know, the coastline, you have the freshest, you know, best lobster anywhere. And uh, I kind of just got into it and, and people would always ask me cause they'd see me posting all the time. Like, Hey, I'm going here. Like, where's the best lobster roll? So-and-so, or is this good? Or, you know, what should I do? And it kind of got to the point. I was like, I should do like a blog about lobster rolls and, so I started, you know, taking pictures and writing notes down about it. And um, and then I'm like, well, where am I going to put this? I can't just, like, have a random, like, blog about lobster rolls on my photography page or, or what have you. So I'm like, well, maybe I should do a New England food page. And then, you know, not realizing how much work it would be, I kind of put it off for a while. And, uh, and yeah, so, so now I decided um, I launched it this summer finally. And, it's going to be like a long process. It's not something that's going to like, you know, build up and be this huge thing off the bat, but it's just going to be a cumulative thing of my culinary experiences. And, you know, it's also include, you know, it could include uh, coffee shops and I kind of left it very open, like with deliciously new England, it's not specific to just, you know, 
lobster shacks are specific to just restaurants. It's kind of anything that embodies or embraces, you know, these different areas of New England and, you know, uh, the specialties that each area might have or, you know, um, kind of places that people just need to check out whenever they're visiting a certain area. So, so how did you come up with the rating system? Um, you know, it, 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 it's hard because the more you have, like, the more you have to kind of base it off of. But, uh, but I think it's just, you know, after you have a handful, you, you, kind of, you kind of realize which ones are kind of the, at the top of the pack, you know. And, and like many others who, who, who do reviews and such, it's like you don't, you know, you, you don't want to ever give a, give a 10 even to, like, the best you have because then, like, where do you go from there? Like, if you right. have, you know, like, you know, odds are there, there might be a better one down the line. So I think it's kind of the more I've had, the, the more refined that the system has gotten. And it's basically just a, you know, a, a, a zero to 10 with, you know, kind of decimal point system. And there's no real scientific uh, kind of formula to it. It's just, you know, with the lobster rolls, I basically take into account, you know, everything from the bun, the bun fresh, is it over toasted, perfectly toasted, you know, not toasted at all. Like, is the, the lobster meat itself, like, hey, is it fresh? You know, did they prepare it well? Um, I'm a Connecticut guy, so I naturally have been inclined to the Connecticut style, you know, the hot with the melted butter, whereas, you know, you go to other places, like Rhode Island is huge on, like, the mayo lobster salad type version. Uh, Cape has a lot of those, too, and that's the interesting thing. Like, you, you kind of find out the different regions you go to, they all prepare the lobster rolls differently, you know? And, uh, and like, sometimes you go a place and, like, they'll – They'll do it either way for you. And other places are like, no, this is this is how it is here. You know, either either take it or or leave it. You know. Yeah, that that leads into my next question. I was going to ask you to describe what your ideal lobster roll is. Oh man, you know the the ideal lobster roll for me is you know obviously fresh picked lobster meat. Um, you know, a nice buttered toasted bun, like nothing too crazy, not too big and and doughy. You know, to take away from it with you know, uh, hot lobster meat, melted butter, simple as it is, you know, I think, uh, I think some places, I mean, you know, people have their preference and that's great, you know, with all food, but I feel like sometimes when they get too crazy and too much mayo and they start throwing all chopped other stuff in, to me, it just takes, like, you can't, you can't taste the lobster, you know, and it's like, why am I eating a lobster roll if I can't taste the lobster meat? It could be anything in there, you know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of my that's kind of my feeling on it. Um, so I'm just not, I'm a simple hot, hot lobster roll guy um, at the end of the day. And, I'm with you right there. As, as someone, as someone from Connecticut, I, I the yeah. nice hot buttered lobster where you can taste the lobster with a good soft bun with just a touch of butter is, is, is exactly. it's the way to go. Yeah. It's and, and, go. and it's crazy too. Cause, cause what I found out the more places I have, like even, you know, some shack type spots, but especially like restaurants, like, you go to a lot of restaurants that are like even in Maine or the Cape and they're like right on the water and the shore. And you're thinking in your head, man, like these places are getting the best fresh lobster, you know, and then I've gotten a roll there and you, you know, you look at it, it looks okay. Some me or, or they look kind of funky and then you eat it and you're like, this is, this was frozen lobster, you know, and that's what I'm finding out more places. And it's like, so a lot of restaurants are just, even, even if they're like right on the water in Maine, some of them are using frozen lobster and I'm like, it's just kind of has blown my mind, you know? So it's really something to like think about and kind of a weird thing with your waiter. It's like, you know, something you don't want to ask, you know, like, uh, excuse me, your lobster roll, are you using frozen lobster? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you never think because you're sitting there on the water, you know, looking right out at these coastal new England towns. And you're like, you're thinking, Hey, 
I'm sure they just got fresh lobster in this morning, but what I found out is that's not you know, that's not the case. So it's, uh, what are some of your uh, goals long term for Deliciously New England? Um, I mean, long term is just to keep building like the content, and you know, I mean, I think now like you know, I think I had like 30 rolls up, and I have a, I think I've tried 20 20 plus this summer that are going to get added. Um, so that's, you know, that's obviously always going to be a focal point and, you know, I want to try to keep adding places and then have input from people as the site builds, like, hey, like, you know, if, if you have a local spot that's your favorite and isn't on here, you know, contact me, like, I want to check it out, yada, yada. But then I think also just kind of growing it to, you know, feature more restaurants and, and other spots. And, you know, I'd love to get to a point where, you know, I'm building that up and, you know, maybe providing myself some income from it, you know, like, like anything else we're trying to do um, to kind of build it up from there and just, just overall provide like a, like a central kind of database, you know, for where people can kind of go. And like, if they're going to the Cape, like what are some spots that like I've highlighted or have been stuck out to me when I'm there that they need to check out or they're going here and they're going to go to Rhode Island. Like what spots that I have a great experience at and, whether it's just be like the atmosphere, you know, on top of the food, like, oh, they had a great patio here. You know, it's a great spot to go eat at sunset. You know what I mean? So it's, it could be overwhelming when you're trying to plan a trip and you only have a couple of days and you really want to make it count and you want to go to a place and not waste your time, you know? So, so for me, I think it's providing something where, again, it could be mutually beneficial to me where, um, you know, I'm, I'm earning something for all the work I'm putting into it. And then people are getting this, you know, getting this, uh, this this valuable information out of it for their travels and obviously what you know having ads and different promotions or, or what have you so I'm kind of just letting it progress naturally there's no like time frame on it where I need to be at this point by any certain thing because it kind of goes hand in hand with my photography traveling all over New England and it's gonna it's gonna be what it is you know talking with Ryan Zip he's talking about his new website deliciously New England you can find that at deliciouslynewengland.com also on Instagram and Facebook. Let's swing it back to your photography for a couple of more minutes before we wrap things up. Uh, you talk about, of course, trying to make some money while, while you do these things. And your great photography is on your website and available for purchase. Tell folks a, a little bit about that because there's, some, there's really some great stuff out there for, for people to take a look at, some mugs as well with pictures, just some really good purchases, especially with uh, – well, Hard to believe it with the way 2020's been, but the holiday season not too far away. Oh, I know it's coming before you know it. So yeah, so I have a I have a store on my website RyanZip.com, and um, you know I have where you can order prints, like a variety of my prints from all over, and you know a standard print that gets shipped to you, and then you you know frame it however you know whatever your vibe is or what you know the kind of style you have going you know in your room in your house or um, like canvas wraps you know that kind of just hang up and they look almost like paintings, you know, which is really cool. A lot of people like that look. So, um, and I have a ton of New England stuff, even some other photos from my other travels up there. Um, but yeah, they've always been popular. They make, you know, great gifts around the holidays. I sell a lot of them. Um, I do have, you know, I did some mugs and stuff and I'm also in the process of uh, trying to do some more puzzles that'll hopefully be in for the holidays, some 500 piece puzzles. Um, those are, those are were popular and puzzles kind of made a resurgence during all this craziness this year with people, you know, quarantining and being inside, and who knows what's going to happen this winter. So I'm thinking the puzzles are going to come back. Um, so hopefully I have, uh, you know, five-plus designs of puzzles that will be available. Um, 
and and yeah, I mean, um, it's uh, it's kind of everybody's dream who was into this to to kind of you know do it more full time. And for me, it's it's like something I love and I'm going to do anyway. And it's like a, it's like my part time hustle now that I'm starting to you know starting to make some money with and 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 grow. And I hope to have that keep growing over the years. Um, but yeah, so it's you know it, it's just about figuring out things that that work for you and finding like your own niche and for me that's that's been new england you know and it's places i can get to easily because tough to travel you know all over the place all the time especially now yeah without a doubt and uh, let's get you out on this one ryan i always like whenever we have a photographer on and i know we did it when you were on last time for an amateur photographer looking to go out and take some fall foliage photos this year what's what's one tip you you would give them Oh man. Um, let's see. One tip. Um, man. I would say, you know, I, I like. It's hard to say just one, but but I would say one thing is just like don't be afraid to just like just fire off like a ton of shots, you know, in your places and try different like like. The obvious is always when I get to, a, like, a, a, a spot, like a scene, a compass, to, so like, shoot a super wide angle, you know, to kind of get everything. But lately I've been trying to do more with, I just got a 100 to 500 millimeter zoom lens, and to try to, like, you know, zoom in and get different perspectives and compositions on it. And I think because sometimes, like, I, I would have been in a scene, I take shots, I go home, and I'm just not happy with that. And I'm like, why didn't I try something different? So I think I'm trying now more is, because you shoot digital on a memory card, it doesn't cost you anymore to just try different, you know, stuff. So I would say, you know, try stuff with your wide angle, zoom in, get out your telephoto, try some different perspectives, focus in on that ledge over there, isolate that barn out in the field. Because when you go home, you, you just want to have more options to kind of go through. Um, so I think in general, not just fall, like that's just something that I've been, you know, kind of uh, improving on and trying more is to just, maybe step out of my comfort zone a bit of my usual style just because it's, it happens so quick and you're at these places for such a short period of time that, you know, I want to have as many photos and content to kind of go through and pick through, you know, and find out the best. And I'd say one thing in general that I think about too is, is, is like always make sure your camera has a full battery and a a memory card with, with, uh, with room on it in your camera. Cause I know there's, there's times when I'm, when I'm ready, like, like, I need to grab that thing and grab the shot for whatever reason. The sun's going down. The sun's coming up. I'm at this spot. i got to hop out quick, you know, and I know some people sometimes it's not ready. So have your gear ready. I'd say that's that's a tip that, that, always, that I always think about, you know, letting people know, you know, because you never know when that shot is going to be or, you know, a moose crosses the road where you are or a fox jumps out, you know. It's like if you're not ready. So for me, when I drive, especially if I'm by myself, on my passenger seat is my – is my lens with, you know, my camera with at least one or two lenses there. So, so I'm ready at any given moment because a lot of times you only get one chance. So, Always good to be ready, especially this fall with how quickly the foliage is coming and apparently going. Um, he's Ryan Zip, uh, New England photographer. Follow him on Instagram at Ryan Zip, Facebook at RZ Photo Video. You can also check out his website, ryanzip.com. Uh, there's plenty of photos for purchase and different things as we just discussed. Ryan, thanks so much uh, for joining the New England Travel Journal podcast. As always, it's been great having you on as a guest.
Appreciate it. Thanks for having me again. Good luck, everybody. And uh, also one more thing I just thought of is uh, every state has, like, foliage maps and foliage trackers and stuff like that. So that's all invaluable, too, to kind of go to. And a lot of them are updated weekly or kind of sooner than that. So depending on where you're thinking of going, I would definitely, like, look into that, you know, and check those to kind of see that way you can maybe, you know, um, avoid going to a spot that's, like, past peak already, you know. So. Good luck to everybody, and uh, I can't wait to see everybody's uh, shots posted on Instagram. He's Ryan Zip, New England photographer. Thanks so much for joining us. I've been your host, Sam Dossler. This has been the New England Travel Journal Podcast.